Hello and welcome to Road Track Talks. My name is, as usual, Tavi Whitman. This week we are speaking to Luis and Rodrigo from the Road Track Club of Guatemala City Reforma about their project Dispensa para Compartir, where they are delivering food packages to families suffering during the COVID-19 pandemic. This is one of our project highlights. We'll be back again next week, of course, with another Rotaract Talks event with a regular speaker. But I hope you enjoy this project, and if you want to reach out to them, their contact information and information about the project is going to be in the show notes down below. So please swipe up if you are on Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the podcast, Rodrigo and Luis. Thank you. Hi, Tavi. Glad to be here. So you are both members of the Rotaract Club Reforma in Guatemala City, right? That's right. And Rodrigo, you are the, you are the president yeah. of the club. Congratulations. I am. <laughs> Thank you. And Luis, you are the project lead for this project. Yes, that's right. So how, how do you guys get active in Rotaract? What, what brought you into the, the Rotary organization? Well, we are a pretty much a new club in Guatemala City. There are many clubs here. Uh, so I was personally contacted by a friend, uh, which I studied with her in the university. And she's part of another club here in Guatemala City. And they were in talks to, to create a new club. I think uh, Luis also met her. She's called Natalia, and, and he was yeah. also contacted by her. Yeah, yeah that that's right. Was, that was back in 2018 and January, I think, and we were incorporated in uh, June. So you're a fairly new club, but active, it seems. Very active, it seems. <laughs> yeah, well, this is our very first uh, big project, you know, so we are uh, very excited about it. Yeah, it looks, it looks really cool. Um, so... Just a two-year-old club, and you've been active in Rotary for two years now, which is so you're still fairly new within the Rotary family. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. Very cool. So, Luis, you are the head officer for the this project, um, the Spensas para compartir um, or pantry to share. How did you guys come up with the idea for this project? Yeah. Well, actually, the idea came up uh, with the need that many families have lost their jobs, many families have um, really poverty issues and uh, health issues. So now that our country is in quarantine and uh, we still have a curfew, uh, we don't want these people to be outside and begging for money, begging for food, uh, looking for jobs, you know. And um, the, the fact is that we want to deliver uh, some help directly to their home so they don't have to go out you know and well right now the hospitals are full with uh, people that has the, the virus so yeah. we don't want to, to affect that right yeah so you guys started this this project and how did it, how did it get started like you told me that you are working with the private sector which is um, fairly common for Rotary and Rotary club, clubs to do because that's where a lot of Rotarians are active, but you're actually working with the Guatemala City 
uh, municipality, which is pretty cool. And that, that makes it a huge project. So how did that get off the ground? What what steps do you have to take to um, get the get the city, get such a large organization off the ground into helping you guys? All right. Well, this started with uh, with a friend of mine that works at the local municipality, and uh, they have, you know, like uh, a project that was to help doctors that were in certain hospital in which they couldn't get out. Uh, they couldn't get out because of their shifts um, were with the people that have already the virus. So we started like uh, asking for food for them and and all that. But the thing is that, uh, like around 5,000 companies have closed. So there's a lot of unemployment. Uh, it is a high rate of unemployment. So we started to, to, well, to talk with companies, to talk with this friend of mine that, that works in the municipality. They have access to more information than us and they like the pro, the project. So, uh, well, they have been helping us because this is something that will uh, reduce the issues from our local environment, you know, like delinquency, poverty, health issues, you know. So we have like the same vision, but we can uh, develop different activities to, to help. Yeah, and so far you're, you're helping 28,000 plus families, which is an, an insane number to just see. It's, it's a lot of people. Um, yeah. That's, that's really cool. So you've been working with the local municipality um, and the private sector to get this done. Of course, during the COVID-19 pandemic, we're seeing um, mass unemployment in most countries in the world because of the, the pandemic, because yeah. it isn't safe to go to work. In, in the United States, we've seen you know millions of people apply for unemployment every week, which is terrifying, to be honest. But this is a, this is a really cool project, and I think it might not be possible for everyone to do it everywhere. In Sweden, for example, the social welfare net is fairly substantial and might be able to handle this, but in other countries, it's it's different. So how does the practical logistics of of this um, this work? How how does it, how does the Spensar para compartir actually work? Well, we have developed different chores between the participants in this project. And the thing is that the, the municipality is a big um, force with this project because they help us to first to get access to all the information of the families that have this need. They have uh, many channels such as uh, public schools, uh, churches, and well, the, the main uh, data that they have access to. So that's how we got to these 28 plus uh, 28,000 plus families, right? And um, how does it work? It worked by uh, donating through a website that is an e-commerce website that was donated by, by one of these private companies. Uh, this website reports, reports us um, to which family the donation is going to. So we, we fill the boxes of food, this, these boxes will last two weeks and uh, we deliver these boxes uh, from Monday, uh, Wednesday and Friday with the local municipality transportation. So they provide these resources 
the private sector help us to advertise to the and also the, the website right and yeah. us as rotary and rotary actors as uh, well um, to help to diffuse the, the project yeah so it's definitely important to remember that you know um even if you don't think you might have the resources to you know help providing the food exactly companies can still get involved in these kind of projects if they can for example provide a website or something like that the, yeah there's still a lot of ways to to get involved and it has actually cost too much well it costs a fair deal for guatemala but it's 23 us dollars give or take for a family of five to to eat for for two weeks that's pretty good money um which is fantastic and they both you can accept like visa card and mastercard and and so forth which is just pretty cool um yeah that definitely does make a difference um let's see here so how many how many boxes have you delivered so far how much food has has gone out right now we have uh, registered more than uh, 1100 boxes of food uh, we expect this week since today to to deliver more than 500 more uh, this week yeah uh, we have had the help of many guatemalan influencers in social media and many other small private companies that have helped to to donate these boxes right for those of you those who would like to get like involved or like to copy the project what advice would you have uh, reflecting on the experience so far with um despensa para compartir well we we have a website which uh, you can check um there are some pictures of the deliveries of these boxes to to people in need uh, you can see over there is a very friendly platform which you can also make your contribution i'm gonna give you the link which is uh, because i know you have a audience from all over yeah. the world so um i'm gonna give you the link so you can post it yeah. in so the, the link will be in the episode description if you if you're an apple podcast you can swipe up and you'll find the description of the, the episode and you'll find the link there as well as social media for uh rotoractive forma um instagram facebook and of course the gmail if you want to get in touch uh, which is of course a basic step to actually getting um access to, the, to this as well one, one question i have um is how you, you guys got in touch with the municipality and with corporations like what what are the tricks and tricks um tricks of the trade you use to get in touch with those people um and who should you try to get in touch with if you're looking at private sector actors in this in these kind of cases well i think luis you can answer to to the municipality side of the of the question and i can go with the private sure, sector thanks. well uh we got involved with the municipality because we have uh, people that works there. But the thing is that if uh, there are, there's people that wants to have this type of project is to mention to the local town hall or the local municipality that this, that your project is going to help your social environment. Right now in Guatemala, people who is begging for money or for food, have uh, are on the streets and have a white flag with them and well later uh, if these people has 
uh, has not uh, found a job or something like that, they will not have a flag. They will have uh, a weapon that will be used to make a delinquency act, you know. So it is a, uh, an issue that can get higher and can affect the whole city, the whole uh, region. And it is something that matters to the local and public municipalities, right? And yeah. uh, with the private sector, I think Rodrigo has a, a better way to explain it. Well, as Luis was saying, um, this is a very, uh, this, this pandemic is impacting very hard in the economy of uh, countries all over the world, but especially in countries like uh, Latin America, in which the informal economy plays a huge role in, um, in how things work in here, right? If people cannot uh, get out of their, of their homes because of lockdowns and curfews, they won't get money to eat. So um, uh, local authorities know that, uh, the private sector knows that, so they are very open to, to working together. And uh, one thing that has helped us a lot to get in touch with, with big companies to support this project um, is to reach out to, to people that work there to leverage our rotary network um, and, and talk with them and explain the, the project to, to our friends, our contacts, and um, they will spread the word inside their... Yeah, their I, I think that really touches on a, a really fantastic thing when it comes to Rotary is that with whatever project we have, um, for example, the Alex project, which we spoke about on our last highlight, the reason why that leadership program can be so cheap is because it utilizes the resources within Rotary to make sure that you don't have to take these massive, massive fees. So that's a great way of getting into it. But I want to lift something that, that Luis said during your answer, and that is that the food on the table is just the first first thing, right? If people don't have food on the table, things get worse. So it really is important to make sure that you solve problems when they're starting and not yeah. way after when it starts getting even worse. So making sure that you have people don't starve is going to make sure that you don't have uh, delinquency and civil unrest later on because yeah. as people get desperate, people get unstable, you're going to have people deciding to take more and more radical solutions, which is which is why projects like these are so exactly. fantastic that they they make sure that we don't get to those places in the first place. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, um, I think we can round off there. Thank you so much, Luis and Rodrigo, for joining us on the podcast. Thank you, Tavi, for the space. Really appreciate it. Yeah, and we hope to hope to see more of you guys doing huge projects like this in the future. Welcome to the end of the second project highlights with Rotary Talks. Please do like and subscribe to us on Facebook and Instagram, and of course, wherever you get your podcasts. We are a production by Rotary Sweden with support from World of Rotaract and the European Rotaract Information Center. If you are not a member of Rotaract or Rotary yet, please do check us out. We are a fantastic organization, if I do say so myself, and we would love to have you joining us. Until Next time, please do like us on Facebook and we'll see you all next Thursday with another 
regular speaker.